Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Rock flag and eagle. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chair Gating. I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. This is your Belly Up Sports NASCAR podcast, and I have a new guest on the show, Garage Guy Chase. Say what's up. What is going on, Rattlesnake? Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm excited. We're chair gating. I'm in a chair. I've got, uh, I've got like a nice like big gulp sitting beside me. Am I doing this the right way? Yeah. Well, okay. What are you drinking? Um, well, just some Mountain Dew right now. Oh, dude, Mountain Dew works. Yeah. Uh, Everybody listens to the show knows I'm a big Mountain Dew guy. All right, sweet. We're doing it right then. Okay, so I feel official. I'm doing the same thing, except I got a Coors Light. Okay. Rocking it with the mountains. Are they blue? Those go hand in hand, I think. Big time. That's big facts. Dude, I was at Hooters the other day before we get into everything. I was at Hooters the other day, and they had, um, uh, orange Mountain Dew. They called it uh, Hooterade, but it's made with Mountain Dew. Hooterade with Mountain <laughs> Like, I, I can only imagine that, like, Chase Elliott has this, like, at the pit right. box. And he's that's just what like, I'm thinking. When he comes through, he's got the big straw, and he's, that's his fuel to keep going through the race. If Ricky Stenhouse Jr. eats nacho fries in the pits, then we definitely know that Hooterade is going right into Chase Elliott to keep him uh, hydrated. Because it's one of the few, like, national places that will play NASCAR – uh, they'll have it on air when the race is going on. And I know they do like giveaways or, or some shit if Chase wins. Um, yeah, you get the free wings, but here's the kicker to that shit. Okay, so we were – oh, can I cuss? I'm sorry <laughs> if I can't Oh, uh, you can fucking cuss. All right, we're good. All right, because there's a lot of F-bombs to be dropped. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, I remember when Chase Elliott won Talladega uh, last year in 2019 in April. 
And I remember we were in the media center and I was, I was telling him like when we were exiting out, I was like, I'll be sure to make my stop and get my free wings. Thank you for, for, for the free wings, Chase. And he laughed. So I get to Hooters, right? And I go in there and I'm like, I'm here and I'm a traditional wing guy. Okay. Like I believe that boneless wings are just, are just literally chicken nuggets. For, for yeah. Time. That's like a chicken strip. That's not a wing. Yeah. Basically. So when they, they go in there and they tell me, they say, okay, yeah, yeah. Chase Elliott won. Well, they're boneless wings. And I was like, what kind? of shit is this like you mean to tell like so you need to tell people you're giving away chicken nuggets if he wins because this doesn't fly like if i'm gonna eat a wing or a little drum i better have a bone in there i gotta do this the right way so i was a little disappointed in hooters for that so they need to step their game up i, I don't think the, the bones would be too much more to add if Chase yeah wins. yeah i mean I, I don't think dale earnhardt would approve of Hell hooters no, giving away yeah boneless now the dale earnhardt i know would not accept free boneless wings. That's bullshit. I'm I'm actually staring at Dale right now. I have two two pictures of Dale. Like I'm looking up at them right now. Like literally oh, one's yeah. from like ninety eight, one's from like two thousand. And does that look like a guy that would accept boneless wings from Hooters? But that looks like a guy that would punch somebody in the face and he would go buy them like a Burger King kids meal bag to put the boneless wings in and then leave the restaurant. That's who he looks and like. And then all the waitresses would fall in love. Yeah, exactly. They would all follow. They would quit their jobs, and then they would go to uh, to Dalers because he would open up. He would have opened up his own form of Hooters, but everyone would have just wore Goodrich Plus uniforms with skirts. And and you can't give away boneless wings. Right? No, no boneless wings. Just like you know, that 12, sounds like a pretty good. <laughs> we should actually look into this, Dalers. We should Dalers, and, and like if, if whoever whoever is the official driver of Dalers, I guess it would have to be Austin Dillon because he's in the three, right? Probably. So if Austin wins, like you get like a free like twelve pack of like Budweiser, and then you get uh, you get like just a box of bone in traditional wings. Well, you know, I've had him on the show, so maybe I should uh, shoot his PR lady a text. There you go. I don't have his actual number. Um, I think he probably thought I was too weird to give his actual number to, which is fair. Um, it ha- hey, it happens. Yeah. I mean, that, if I'm in his position, I'm not giving a guy like me the number. I show up in it to his trailer <laughs> and you know how everybody is down on, you know, pit road, like with the media credentials, how they're all in like slacks and like a polo. Right. I show up in cowboy boots, jeans, um, a t-shirt for my podcast and a cowboy hat. That's energy right there. That's and that I, energy right Yeah, and I think he – I mean, he complimented the shirt, but I think he was probably like, this guy's not getting my fucking number. <laughs> he was like, this is just another one of these rowdy-ass fans that just drug their ass in from Dega. That's what he's thinking. Did he just jump yeah, over dude. the fence to get here? Like, yeah. Right, right. Doesn't even care. It's like it's like you walk around with the Kyle Bush's the douchebag T-shirt. Like, you're one of those guys. You know what I mean? I think his <laughs> PR lady – in fact, she might be fired at this point for saying Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I get see it. I, if it's the same girl that I remember, then probably. Hey, Richard Childress liked it. He complimented the hat. Oh, yeah, dude. He's a hoss, bro. Yeah, Richard he's Childress. old school. I think he saw the hat and he was like, damn right. He appreciates that shit. He's yeah, like, he's, he's like, he's this old. guy should be working for me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, where's Ty? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get him over here. This is how you dress, Ty. Ty, this you might, you might be out Ty. of a ride, dude. <laughs> All right, so fun. welcome to the show. First time. Long time now, um, but you host your own podcast. Tell my audience how they can stop listening to my podcast and go listen to yours instead. <laughs> well, no, no, it, you you have to listen to both podcasts right off the bat. Okay, if you you've been with Rattlesnake this long, you stay here. But 
we, we always are welcoming, welcoming in new garage fam. So uh, I host the garage guys, fantasy sports podcast uh, with my boy, Drew Dean. Uh, we typically are all about fantasy sports. So we started our show um, in 2017 and it didn't even really start as a NASCAR podcast. And um, I'm, I can sit here and tell you, I could probably go all night long. So I'm gonna give you the short version. So we, we started as a fantasy football show. Um, and you know, it was me and a buddy of mine before Drew came on and we just love to sit in the garage on Sundays and, and drink beer and watch NFL football and play, you know, in our leagues and talk shit to each other. So I'm driving home from, uh, from work one day, I was selling insurance at the time and I was listening to Sirius XM fantasy sports radio. I'm like, man, how cool would it be just for that to be your job? Like you just literally like get on the radio and you talk about fantasy football all day. So I just had this idea. I went and made a SoundCloud and um, we literally just would go in the garage, start drinking and I'd hit record on my phone. And uh, after doing it a couple of times, I was like, okay, I want to get serious with this shit. And uh, that's when we got on Apple and we got on Spotify and everywhere else. And we started making it a weekly thing, got consistent. And um, I think what happened was it just, it just took off to the point to where it was just such an ingrained part of our routine that it just stuck, you know, it stuck. And I've been through two different co-hosts, um, but now we've got Drew, and Drew is a hella DFS player, and that's daily fantasy sports for all of you that might play DraftKings and FanDuel, and um, just crushing it life. And and we uh, we moved into NASCAR. I started writing for Roto Baller um, uh, about last year's football. We went into uh, the NASCAR season, and I said, "Hey, no one's writing about NASCAR," and that's all it took for me. I started writing about NASCAR, and I completely fell in love with it the sport again I was really big on it growing up my dad's a huge fan and um just writing about it every week made me just be like you know what I know we mainly do fantasy football but let's pull NASCAR into this and now I feel like I'd rather watch a race on Sunday than a football game so <laughs> that's kind of been the whole transition part but you can find us everywhere that podcasts are available and um you can also read um me and Drew's articles over on Roto Baller we're a part of the uh, fantasy NASCAR team over there you know, it's funny. I had a very similar start. Um, this podcast, Chairgating, actually originally started as a college football podcast. I can see it. And then I was like, there's no way in hell anybody's going to listen to this because it's one in a million of these college football podcasts. Um, and I was like, man, not many people my age or I guess our age, I don't know how old you are, but I was 27. Like, okay, 28. See? Um, I was like, not many people our age, you know, talk about NASCAR, at least not like a podcast. So that I, I did the same thing. I was like, it's kind of an open market. So I switched completely over to NASCAR for that reason. Yeah, it's and it's huge, too. And because like you remember, like when we were younger, like, I don't know if you, you're we're the same age. So you can remember back to the days when Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon were racing. Yeah, Rainbow of course. Warrior, Man in Black, Intimidator shit. You know, it was on ESPN. It was such a huge sport. Like the it took over the country for a little while. I mean, it's like you were either a Jeff Gordon fan or a Dale Earnhardt fan, and then you had your Rusty Wallace people sitting in the back. Like that's, <laughs> that was my dad, actually. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's exactly. Funny. So yeah, you know, it's like that all can come back and happen again. And I think that now, from what I saw last season, you know, going to Talladega and um and seeing like the like that's really the central piece i feel like of the sport like as far as like the wildest most unique um weekend of all time it's dega um and and that's kind of where, where the whole culture of nascar centers and just going there again and and as an adult 
as compared to when I was a kid, because I had no idea about the infield, about the, you know, the culture as far as Talladega Boulevard. That's been going on for years. And just by seeing that, I'm like, we have a whole new way now with, with where our world's at, with social media, a whole new culture of fans could come in and just like lift this sport back off the ground. And I think that that's what we're seeing now. And so that's why I hopped in as well. I'm like, I love this shit. I love the adrenaline. I love everything about it. I literally have my closets half full of nineties NASCAR gear now, like no, like no shit. Like, and and that needs to continue and stay on. And so like, it's the people like you and the people like me and the people like at Barstool and everywhere else, that's what's going to, going to really, you know, rocket ship this next wave of NASCAR coming into this new decade. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody at NASCAR, you know, like genuinely enjoys NASCAR, you know, maybe Dave does just cause he's getting paid enough to. Yeah, um, of course. Right. <laughs> but, but you know, they're not, they didn't grow up in the South. None of them, you know, they're all from up North and stuff. But right. my thing is, I think there's a big uh, chunk of Barstool's audience that is Southern that would be like, you know what? Why did I stop watching NASCAR? Like I used to watch it with my grandpa and my dad, you know, this and right. that. Like I should, I should try to get back into that. Um, or yeah, kids the- or the, you know, those kids that are in college right now, um, you know, they say to their, that's what I started doing. I'm saying to my fraternity brothers, Hey, let's go to Dago. You know, let's drive out there. And we still do every year now because of that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no party like Dega, man. It's uh, it's incredible. But I, I completely understand what you're saying because when you go look and see, like, there's a lot of the new the new up and coming drivers, uh, like Haley Deegan. She's been doing some stuff with Barstool. You had Matt DiBenedetto. You know, he moved to Wood Brothers this season and he had some raps. And now we even have Clint Boyer. I think he's going to have a rap at Talladega from Barstool. And him and uh, Dave actually just recently linked up, started their own uh, NASCAR podcast as well. So there's there's all kinds of things that are starting to uh to to come into play with them and then but just aside from barstool like i i can't tell you like i see a lot of people that are buying into the retro nascar culture um i'm a big advocate for that and then there's also just a lot more people our age now just coming up just wanting to cover it whether it be from a very professional standpoint or whether it be more kind of like what we're doing cultural party life and you know that that's a that's a that's a huge part of the fan base and so it just yeah, sport, it is. The sports got to embrace it and they have to realize this is, this is where the, the things are trending now. And if we go this direction, we're going to be fine. And we're, we're, we might even be bigger than ever. And speaking of nineties gear, if you haven't go check out the belly up sports shop for all the racing gear that I personally designed, cause it's all based off eighties and nineties, uh, throwback. Logos. Oh, don't tell me that bro. Well, don't if you like one, that. let me know. We'll send you one. All right, because because I'm I'm gonna have to look at these now for sure because I definitely I, anything 80s or 90s I'm repping it, dude. Like I stay yeah. in vintage shops, I stay at the Goodwill. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Let I me say, know, <laughs> uh, and we'll send you something if you like something. 
I'll have to get you something in return too, though, from Garage Guys, because I'm sure you've seen our logo. We have a kind of a retro-y style logo as well for what we do with, oh, the, yeah. with the, uh, the triangle, kind of like the, the early 90s yeah. uh, vibe with the neon. That's how we roll. So yeah, I know. we're on the that, same that's, page. That's how we started talking. You were just complimenting my header and I was like, dude, you got a dope one too. Yeah, man. I was it's like, epic. you should come on my podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, 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 we're blending right now. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of, you were talking about uh, the different medias. Uh, so we might as well get into this while we're on this topic. I'm sure everybody listening to the podcast was well aware because they have a Twitter account. Um, all the drama that was going down, who started it? It, w- it was one of the media members and he went at Barstool. What was his name? Uh, yeah, Utter. Uh, Jim Utter. Jim, Jim Utter. I've seen him around on Twitter and stuff. Um, uh, he just tweets like updates from races. He basically just watches – He know, he's got a subscription to Bob Proctor's uh, Twitter and then just says whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. And I, and I love Bob. I've had him on the show as well. Bob's uh, the man. Super NASCAR nerd. You know, like, yeah, he's great. But so I, I've seen other, you know, around. And I saw his comment when he first did it on Um, because somebody in the media center asked a really weird, weird fucking question. I don't know if you got to listen to it. They released the video. Yeah, Um, it was with Joey Logano. Um, And they actually, I read a tweet earlier that somebody came out and said who that was. And and now I have no idea what their name was. But it's just like doing like goofy shit. Like like whenever you see like uh, the guy that interviews LeBron and talks like he's from like the 30s. You know what I mean? Like there's... (laughs) There's, I don't know if you've ever seen that. If you haven't, you need to go look that up. But, you know, it's real shit. Like, I've literally myself thought about doing shit like that in the media room. But, like, I feel like I'd have to be deep undercover. Like, I would literally have it's, to have, like, glasses and khakis and a pole. It's NASCAR, dude. They'll crucify you. And, and not even the sport <laughs> of NASCAR. All the other journalists. Right. Just gang up on you and start crucifying you for whatever reason. But, okay, yeah. So, he asked a dumb question. Um, I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But people – went off they thought it was the worst thing ever like it's the biggest travesty since the civil war and uh this other guy said it was probably somebody from barstool you know completely unprovoked he just clearly doesn't like barstool or uh the audience of barstool which is fine but it was definitely a shot at barstool being around in nascar um and so of course dave portnoy um went at him <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> called him out and said, everybody go at this guy. He wants to call us out. He said he was going to emasculate him so you can <laughs> beg for forgiveness. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, that's, that's Dave though, bro. Like that, right. that's a guy that does not give a fuck. Like he literally just like got to deal with pin gaming and he's worth over 400 mil now. And even though NASCAR has given him money to just throw their logo around on Barstool stuff, he's just still going to be Dave. He don't give a shit. At well, and that's the day. thing. Utter's there at, because that's his job. He's getting paid to try to cover NASCAR. Dave's there because NASCAR's paying him to be there. Yeah, that's a whole different like <laughs> level of he just can kinda, like upper echelon shit. You know? He can kind of do what he wants. Um, so, I mean, I, he didn't respond to anything, but all the other journalists came out of the woodwork to defend him because, you know, how journalists are. Um, I, I think mean, there was only like one or two. But, like, Matt Weaver was the one that, like, got the most, like, just, like, hardcore, like, bashing from Dave. Yeah, Dave called him a just, name loser who seems to be universally hated by 99% of NASCAR fans. <laughs> right. Because that's – I saw some people say, like, 
notice how nobody else is like no drivers or anybody's come out to defend him. Right. Um, which is pretty telling. Yeah. But it's just dumb. Don't get involved if it's not your battle. Um, he should have never called out Barstool unnecessarily like that. I get that you don't like them because you're a professional, quote unquote. But I mean, that's what they do as a profession, but that's their style. So, right. Like, go, go write about Formula One. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, go write about Indy cars. Like, this is NASCAR. Like, this literally was started off of dudes that were running from the cops with moonshine in their cars. Like that's what this sport was started. And I think that somewhere along the line, some dri- some drivers are guilty of it, some team owners, whatever, and especially media members, you forget that that's the, that's the, the literally the origin of your sport. And you got to well, I mean, pay some homage to that at some point. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the friends family is extremely guilty of this as well, forgetting who their audience is. Um, and they've done it so poorly, and that's why NASCAR suffered so much. And the journalists fit into that, that they just don't understand the, the NASCAR audience. You know, um, they think they're speaking more to, like, the coastal elites where, like, the only coast yeah. you're speaking to is Florida and South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, you know? the like, panhandle, bro. Right. <laughs> you're not – yeah, yeah, exactly. The Florida panhandle, in fact. Lower Alabama. Yeah. Um, I, so, I think – that's been an issue with NASCAR forever. I think Barstool, you know, Dave, obviously a really smart businessman is able to look at it and be like, no, clearly this is the audience for NASCAR. You know, we can, we can uh, talk to this fan base, but I think that's good because that's kind of the, it seems like what our podcast try to go after. Right. Exactly. And I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, that's, that's what I know I embrace the most about it. Like, I mean, you know, it, it doesn't mean that you have to be that 24 seven, but like a dude, if, if you go to Talladega, like you better have a pair of jorts packed and you better be ready to get rowdy. Like, that's just how it goes. You know what I mean? And so like, when you can appeal to that, you can appeal to Southerners and people that like to get rowdy and have a good time. You're, you're going to have a, a sustainable market long-term. And like you said, like, they, you know, Dave is smart enough to see that. And I hate that, you know, that they've been trying – I feel like they've been trying to move away from that crowd, but it's like, why are you running from something that literally, like, loves the shit out of you, you know? And like, which, by the way, a majority of Americans are. People forget yeah. that. A majority – a vast majority of Americans, you know, live in middle America. They're middle to lower class, you know, you know maybe a college degree – and they just work nine to fives. It's, yeah. it's so weird because NASCAR, in my opinion, you know, really, and, and it's the same thing with the NFL crowd, but they have the biggest target audience to hit and they just don't want to touch them for whatever reason. Um, but we'll see. And, and this also goes into, I know you said that you don't keep up with the NASCAR YouTube community as much, but I, I recently started, like I, I've, I literally like on the television in the room that's uh, across from where I'm at right now, I have the iRacing uh, race on YouTube live. So I'm just now starting to kind of get into that world. So yeah, so I, I deserve small hand clap. <laughs> that's my small, that's the golf clap. That was uh, very nice. Did you watch my league's race last night? I did not, man. When oh, I, I got in late and I was looking wait, for a hold link. On, hold on. I was looking for a link, man. Hold on. Keep making your excuses. I got to go get another beer. And I'm not cutting this out. So make <laughs> okay, it good. All right. So th- see, that's, that's, a, that's a good host right there, guys. This is a guy that he, he cares enough to let you know 
that he's going to do something that you're probably doing right now, sitting on your couch. If you're in your car, you better not be. Uh, but if you're just chilling at the house, it's good. Okay. Stuff. How'd you All do? Right. How'd you do? I did, I did great. I, I gave you a little bit of praise. Your okay. Hey, hey be, nice. Your, your listeners are going to be happy because you're, because you're, you're, you're just, you're an everyday Joe, man. We're just guys being dudes here right now. Like I said, I'm not going to edit that out. So I can't wait till I go back and listen to it. And you're just like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck rattlesnake. Fuck this whole podcast. Everybody go listen to mine and said this sucks. No, I'm down. I'm down for it, man. I'm down for unedited. Like, just like, let it roll. That's like, my everything. thing, dude. I stopped caring. I'm like, you know what? And, you know, obviously, if any drivers out there are listening, if you say some shit you want cut out, I'm going to cut out. I'm not a dickhead. Right. You just got to give the people what they want at the end of the day. People want the raw. It's, I've literally thought about just hooking up a GoPro to my head and just, like, live streaming my day. Like, just going all in. You know, not caring. We gotta we gotta hook up at a race soon. Yeah, Talladega. I got, I got an idea. I wanna instead of getting the media credentials and going to the infield and trying to chase around these drivers, I wanna go around the outfield and interview all the drunk fans, but ask them dude. just absurd questions. Yes. Like just make up weird kind of like that dude was doing to Logano and ask these drunk fans and see how they answer. Bro, there is literally a video that you can go watch. It's on the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports YouTube channel. It was my first ever Talladega event that I covered, and it was in 2019. And I literally went out to the boulevard. I, I made a little – it's like a nine-minute video where I just made a full montage kind of of the weekend. I was just asking random people random questions. And it was a first-time video for me. So, like, it was a little bit poorly edited, but it's just like it, – it's electric. And it will show you what it's like to be on Talladega Boulevard in April. And October's cool, too. I know you said you're going to be there for October. Yeah, so. I can't do – yeah, unfortunately, got a wedding. Um, and it's funny, too. You, you know, I have friends that are like, hey, but you – know, Holy matrimony's not unfortunate. You have to take that back. Well, and it's my, and it's my brother's. <laughs> it's Dude, that, that's horrible. You just called his wedding unfortunate. <laughs> no, no, not his I, I know, wedding. I know, I know. Not it's unfortunate wedding. you couldn't be in Talladega. I'm just kidding. What, what I'm saying, though, is like we're in Texas. I'm in Texas, you know – NASCAR, it's, you know, it's there, but it's definitely like college football. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Obviously, right. um, and Louisiana, I'm sure, similar with LSU. But oh, big time. yeah, so everyone cares about like making sure your wedding's not on, not in college football season, specifically not on an important weekend for UT or A and M. And right. so all my friends will be like, "Hey, yeah, it's awesome. We're not putting it on um, college football." And so it's this Saturday. I'm like, "Well, that's fucking Daytona, or that's you know." Right. Nobody cares day. about you and your feelings with NASCAR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I need to like now. move to Charlotte. I think. 
Yeah, see, everybody will – yeah, everything will be circled around that. They'll Sorry, understand. I got to catch a flight to Sonoma this weekend. Right. <laughs> maybe Daytona. I feel like Charlotte's maybe too fancy. Yeah, Daytona's the way to go. That way you can, like, have, like, a little bit of tackiness in your, in your, in your hustle. You right. I mean? Yeah, exactly. I'll just be in the jorts and, like, right. flip-flops because I'll be living on the beach. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. So, anyway. Daytona. So, anyway, going back to this uh, YouTube thing um, – during the during the race, a lot of people were upset with uh, some of the YouTubers that were there because they had credentials to be there. Uh, they were, I mean, in fact, they were invited out by NASCAR. Like specifically, um, Eric Eastep, my good buddy, he's been on the show a million times. Um, he because he he was out. He's living in California now. Uh, Black Flags Matter was out there, and somebody else was out there. Um, and I apologize for forgetting his name, but sorry, you haven't been on the show and the other twos have. So anyway, uh, a lot of people were upset because they weren't professional enough. I don't think anybody is upset with Eric, but specifically Black Flags Matters, um, because he went around with a Buddha. Did you see this? I did not, but I'm, I'm literally taking notes of these names. So Black, Black, Black Flags Matter. And obviously, I know who Erica Stepp is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking notes. So what you have to tell me, you have to fill me in. What happened? <laughs> okay. So um, he, he went around with this little tiny Buddha. And it was just like a funny little thing. He, he went up um, to Ryan Blaney. And I was like, hey, man, rub the Buddha belly for good luck. Blaney was a great sport about it. He talked to him for a while, thought it was really funny. Um, and then he went up to uh, Kevin Harvick as Harvick was walking away. And he's like, hey, rub the booty belly for good luck. And he's like, nah, dude, I'm not going to do it. And he was just kind of like, come on, man, rub it. And he was just like, Harvick was eventually like, dude, just get away from me. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And I've always thought that about Harvick. People give me a hard time, but I'm like, I think he's a dickhead, to be completely honest. Um, there, I, I'll, I'll I say this. There, there, there are there are the drivers out there that um, that aren't such good sports about uh, when it when it comes to the younger generation media. That's true. That. I mean, Harvick's literally said that you know about the younger. So I guess I, I should see that coming. So um, it was just you know all fun and games, but a lot of people were upset, um, saying that they're messing around. They need their credentials credentials pulled and that it, it's making it harder for uh, real journalists and real photographers and real professionals to get credentials when, you know, they deserve it. And right. um, <laughs> I, just, I just thought it sounded like a bunch of whiny-ass babies. That yeah, it's, want, it's exactly what it sounds like. That want their credentials and can't get it um, and don't like how they're not, quote-unquote, professional. Pretty much not, like, bending their knee to the almighty NASCAR um now i i thought it was enjoyable stuff i'm you know i'm not like some diehard black flags matter guy but uh i've like i said i've had, been on his podcast uh seems like a really nice guy and i thought it was a funny little segment some good content that people just unnecessarily got upset about right and i'm, I'm sure these guys have like over you know like at least thousands of subs on youtube at this point yeah that's why nascar wanted them out there i mean Exactly. They're, Eric's the biggest, um, but the channel Black Flags Matter is also very big. And he's kind of a little more controversial. He'll say stuff, you know, kind of pushing the boundaries. Yeah. And that's his, that, that's his bag, though. That's the thing that, that, 
I think that hasn't really resonated in the sport yet, especially with the media is that, you know, with, with Bob Pockers coming up to you and asking you a question about your car, or how things are going or at practice or whatever, it's, it's the same thing almost in turn right. when you've got a guy coming up asking you to rub a Buddha belly. It's, it's their form of content that they're creating for their subscribers that are in turn watching these races and supporting the sport. And everybody's going to ask the same questions about the cars and, you know, how the track's running and stuff like that. Yeah, you got you to mix find, it up. You got to find your, you know, hole somewhere. Um, if you want to be the guy that goes and asks people to rub a Buddha belly, I mean, who cares? It's funny. I'm sure there's a lot of people that liked it. I thought it was entertaining enough. Um, and like I said, he's a controversial guy. I, I follow a guy um, named Cole on Twitter. So I'm, he listens all the time. So I'm sure he's listening to this episode. Um, he doesn't like him. They tried to, he tried to fight him at one point. Oh my God. So, yeah. So the, so the guy's controversial clearly, but nevertheless, I thought it was fine. It just goes to show the, you know, professionals of NASCAR and just kind of the stick they have up their asses. The elites. I think, I think things are going to change for that though, because like I'll be, I'll be in the media center at Talladega when Dave is at the race. So I'm going to just be like waiting around to like watch him go in. And like, I guarantee you, there will be somebody there with a camera with him and he will cause a scene in there for, for something for their YouTube page or for Twitter or something like that's just how he works. He's already made this, this, this tweet, he's made this presence. He's let this be known there. I, I guarantee it's going to happen. So I got to be in there for when it does. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about just calling him out on Twitter over some random shit just to see if he'll um, have all his followers go attack me. Cause I'll be like, Hey, at least my engagement's going up. Thanks guys. Right, yeah, you'll have the engagements go up, and then like, yeah, then the the the, the blackballing from from playing Barstool. Yeah, I don't but, care, man. Yeah, some some people do it. Some people go in for it, man. I I don't really like. I I personally like. I don't have anything really bad to say about what they're doing right now. I think. No, I'm, me either. I I like all their content. I know, I know where you're I coming from. I don't have to from, make though. it up. Um, fuck it, I'll fight them in rough and rowdy. I don't care. <laughs> oh shit! See, that, that, there you go. That's how you do it. We are. Uh, That's shout, how you respond. Yeah, Sarah Staley, by the way, she was like one of the first, she's like one of the OG ring girls. She's been on our show. She's, uh, she's always a good sport. Definitely go look her up on Twitter, Sarah Staley, and support her. She's still, she's still out there at these things. She's the one, she's got a very nice booty. But very that's, nice how, booty, you, that's how you respond to these types of things with Dave. You just got to kind of lean into it, you know? Like, right. don't take it, it so hard, just lean into it and be like, you know what, dude? Let's fight in rough and rowdy. Yeah, he definitely, like, he's definitely got the, uh, he gets his ego stroked a lot. I will say that much. So like probably when someone goes at him, he maybe he's not used to it. So now he's, he's like, I got to one up everybody. <laughs> like, so that, that's his personality. So all kudos to him for doing what he's doing. Dude, dude's making money and he's living life. So it's good shit, but yeah, that's what yeah. we're trying to do, man. That's it at the here. end of the day. I, I do want to say, though, um, I'm definitely going to be looking up these guys on YouTube. And, you know, I, I went out to, uh, to Dega, and this was April. I did a video with Brett Moffitt, and we talked about mustache power and how he can move the power of his mustache into his truck when he's racing on race days and, like, literally caught him completely off guard. I was like, hey, man, you mind making a video? I didn't give him any context. And after that, he was just, like, laughing his ass off. He was like, this, this is fucking great. What, are you rocking a mustache? Yeah, I had a mustache at the time. I, I do. I'm, I'm, well, right now I have a beard. I'm letting it get very bushy, and I'm going straight mustache. I always go mustache for Dega. Okay, because I, I always rock a mustache. So Yeah, we're mustache boys yeah, for sure. I'm I a mustache like boy all the way. It's okay, my profile good. picture. You can see it. I, I got the mustache. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the like, vector image. Yeah. That's it, man. All the way. 
yeah, I'm I'm big time mustache uh, mullet. You know, just real NASCAR fan, obviously. Yeah, my mullet will be back for October. I, I normally cut my hair short in the beginning of the year and just kind of let it flow out. Okay, okay. Um, I guess just to wrap things up, last race, crazy ending. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Uh, shout out to Joseph Logano for for pulling a dub off. Basically, what we have seen is literally repeats of 2019 so far with the winners of these races. However, um, I will say it always sucks to see a race in under caution. Uh, you, you, you hate to see it, but it is what it is. The race is over at the end of the day. We got to, you know, continue and move forward. So good to see them get a win. Shout out to the homie Hunter on their team. Um, but uh, I was more – I was more excited about the restarts, man. Like, it just, it, it's, it's getting crazy. I can't wait for the new package next season. I'm ready to see what, what, what happens with these, uh, these smaller spoilers. I know that's going to make the passing a lot more, uh, a lot more wilder. So, it's, uh, I just hope we don't have a lot of – Yeah, there you go. There you go. Get dirty nasty with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I just – I hope we don't have a whole lot of these races where they end under caution. Nobody likes that. Everybody wants a good, exciting finish or a good, fair finish, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I don't think it was a bad race overall. And, I mean, I'm not, I'm not upset with the result because I had Joey Logano as uh, one of my top best bets. So, that, uh, <laughs> that helped me out quite a bit. I, hey, I had him on my lineup, so I was cool with it. I had – Yeah. Do you do – do you ever do NASCAR Fantasy Live? Um, so, this year is my first year uh, playing on NASCAR Fantasy Live. I'm 100% I'm been a DFS player on DraftKings okay. uh, and FanDuel. And I uh, – I also did uh, just started betting this year on it, doing like the two wins, top threes, top tens. Um, they have a lot of that on DK Sportsbook, and I provide that information on my articles um, for for the picks that I like. But I, I just got into this league, and and I feel like shit because I did not move my lineup and move it around for Vegas. I completely forgot. So big apologies to the league that I'm in. But um, it's it's different, man. It's like you have like I think you have like ten usages for the drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's the the league that I'm in. We'll give a quick shout out to them real quick. The Racing Buddies Fantasy League. So shout out to the racing. But I had a guy named uh, Dylan. He's a young fan. He he invited me to to play with him and some of his friends this year. So it's a uh, it's it's been a pretty cool experience so far, and especially getting to learn how the uh, the functionality of all this is. So I'm learning. Well, I'm second in my league in the Belly Sports League right now. Um, Look at you. And I had Kislowski winning, but overall I had all the Penske boys because I knew they were going to run shit. Um, right. And I had a Ford winning. So, like, I did fairly well. I had um, – who else did I have in there? Oh, uh, Larson. I can't remember everybody right now. Yeah, Larson, Larson was one of my top picks. I had Larson, okay. Harvick, um, Logano. I uh, did not have Blaney in there, but it, it, it's so fitting – how the uh, the cars sponsored by Penzol are going to run very good at the, <laughs> the conspiracies. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so so maybe maybe Austin Dillon or Truex will win the uh, the the NRA night race in, in Bristol. Uh, Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was okay. So I listened to your last show, uh, your uh -huh. last podcast, and y'all were talking about um, how Bass Pro Shop doesn't sell enough NASCAR merch, right? Right. Okay. So I, I wanted to ask you this. I, we need to look this up. I've noticed like nowhere sells NASCAR merch. Nowhere. Have you noticed that? You got to get that shit off Etsy, 
NASCAR.com, at a race, uh, McCarty. So, I, I think that's because of NASCAR then. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't I don't know if it's a licensing deal or not. Because, like, right now, I think NASCAR is just like, please, sell our stuff. Dude, I'm almost positive it is. Because, okay, like, in Texas, right? Uh, have you ever been to the race in Texas? I have not. It's on the bucket list, though. Okay, yeah. Um, it's up by Dallas, so, I mean, don't waste your time. Drive around Dallas. That city sucks. But <laughs> there's um, a gas station called Bucky's. Have you ever been to those? Yes, I've been to a Bucky's. Right, I know you're close enough to Texas, and they just built one in Alabama. So, all right, there's a Bucky's right there outside the track. You know, it's huge, just like all the Bucky's, and they sell just they have like half of it's like a store where they just sell like fishing gear and all this like uh, retail, like all the Yeti stuff. And I am positive that on race weekend they would want to sell NASCAR gear. I'm 100 yeah. percent positive. So, yeah, big time. The fact that I've never seen any stores like that selling NASCAR gear, I'm positive it's a licensing thing. And NASCAR is just being way too strict about uh, who's allowed to sell their merch. Yeah, so it, it, they may be trying to internalize a little bit more. I'm not really sure. I, I do remember, though, like growing up, you could go to like a GM dealership and they had like a lot of Dale Earnhardt shit. Or you could go to um, – there, there were a couple of places – there was a couple of sporting stores that sold NASCAR gear. There was uh, Legend Sports. I don't know if that was just in my hometown or if that was like a franchise or whatever. But I remember they used to sell the jackets. They right. had like yeah, uh, the fire suit jackets. Yeah, they had all that stuff, and they had like the all over print tees, which are like my favorite gear. Like I love the all over prints. Oh yeah. But we would always get the mo- like, the majority of all of my NASCAR stuff has either came from uh, the trailers at the at the race growing right. up or at Talladega across the street from the track, they set up like these tents. They're oh, like yeah. That's yard what I sales. Yeah. And I, I will go dig through shit for hours to Dude, just the, find good the stuff. The best ones that I've ever been to um, are at Darlington. Yeah, see, I need to get up there. This Darlington is, is I gotta covered go. in those tents um, where it's just like, like you said, like a yard sale of just like old yeah. throwback shit that's like five dollars dude you can barter your ass off in there too like right. you can just bring stuff like here i'll give you this for this or you can just like negotiate so much like oh yeah I literally um oh, this, i got a sterling marlin brooks and dunn t-shirt oh like, uh it was uh that's sick got it at dega i got it for two dollars Jesus. And like the value of that shirt online right now is like 40. I just purchased on eBay a uh a Bill Elliott Mac Tonight. His Mac famous Mac Tonight right. yeah, yeah. that he had. I just got an all over print shirt. I'm gonna be rocking that at Dega. So Damn, I gotta try to I gotta try to dope. get with Chase and hopefully Bill will be there because I want I mean, Bill to sign that. Not shirt. to mention Mac Tonight itself is just a weird throwback thing. Dude, I got put in, in detention in first grade for bringing that car to school. And they were like, put it up. And I was like, this car's too far. Yeah, that Can't was a thing. <laughs> that was a real deal, man. Dude. But, uh, wow. but yeah, I think that I actually, um, I, I've been looking. I have an online store on Poshmark where I do a lot of retro gear. It's uh, called Throwbacks, T-H-R-O-B-A-C-C-S. And, um, and so I sell, I had like some LSU memorabilia from like the 90s and some, some jacket. I sold a jacket for like 150 bucks 
like from like 89, like somebody, you have to have a lot of patience, but the right buyers come along. And uh, so I'm, I'm really looking when I go to Talladega, I'm about to just really start collecting a lot of good stuff and I'm going to put some fair price up there and have some things up there for people and send them some garage guys, you know, decals and stuff for purchasing from us. So I'm i I'm definitely looking to kind of be, be a guy that gets into that business. Cause I want more, more and more people to have that kind of stuff and have more ac- accessibility. Cause there's some people that can't get out to these races to get that gear and people on eBay that don't know shit. Literally when I bought the Bill Elliott shirt, it, it said, uh, Bob Elliott. Like these people don't even know what they're selling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They just know it's like nineties and like it's in style. So they're just going to put like a $60 price tag on it. I want to be informative with what I sell and I want my customers to know that I'm taking, you know, good care of them doing that. So a little side project they got going on. I'm going to see if I can design a Bob Elliott shirt and just put Bill on his face with a mustache, like a black mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Sell it as Bob Elliott. There you go. Like nobody, dude, that, that, that's, that is a million dollar idea. Just get like, uh, just like, uh, alter egos of drivers and just make these wild ass shirts. Well, I just tried to do that for a Ryan Newman shirt and we had to pull it. We got a cease and desist from, uh, Roush. From Roush. Yeah. Even though we were donating all the money to his charity. <laughs> you know, what's crazy. I had no idea that his nickname was rocket man until. Oh, really? Happened. Yeah. I was uh, literally calling Joey Logano rocket man. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was calling him Rocket Man because, like, he literally, like, there was this uh, this one race last season. Uh, me and Drew were talking before we did a podcast, and he said, he said, "Man, Joey Logano's got a rocket ship out there today." I started watching. I'm like, I'm just gonna next race I go to, I'm just gonna call this to Rocket Man. I'm just gonna, like, be, you probably confused quite a bit of people. Oh hell yeah! Obviously <laughs> now I realize that I probably I confused Joey too because like we're out there at the track, and I'm like, it's kind of hard to to go to space when there's rain on the track, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> that's his personality, dude. Logano, Logano, dude, I got to get him out of his shell, man. But he, he was like, I said, are we going to the moon? He's like, excuse me. What? I'm like, are we going to the moon? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to the moon. I'm like, all oh right. Oh my God. So now I got to call him something different. So I'm, I'm working on a new nickname to have for him at Talladega. And I'm sure I'll have a video unleashing it. All right. Well, the next race is auto club, right? Cause they've yes. changed the whole schedule and shit. Um, who, who do you got since you're a fantasy guy? Oh, I'm going to go ahead and let you know right now, this, this kind of information does not come out until I at least see one practice. <laughs> so we're going to – there's a lot that goes into fantasy, man, and, and I don't like to, to just throw out like a pick or somebody that I think, you know, can do well. Um, you know, I, you can always look back at history. So, I mean, if we're looking back at uh, how drivers have done, I mean, obviously uh, Kyle Busch has been the most successful here since 2018. He's got a win and two top fives. Um, and then Joey Logano is behind him with two top fives and then Brad Keselowski. So it's looking like we might see another strong running out of Penske um, at Auto Club. Because uh, out, out of Blaney, Keselowski, and Logano, they seem to be pretty dominant in the past two years. Okay. All right. So um, Penske, there you go. Penske. Okay. So I, was say, I know Toyota um, has a lot of wins there, yeah. I believe, recently. But Toyota hasn't looked – very competitive so far this year um those chevys man they've been the ones that have been surprising me they have dude and i'm you know i'm pumped up for that because it's about time we see chevy kind of get get a little bit more in the groove like obviously i don't like to be biased but i mean my roots go back to being a chevy racing fan so you know i I always have like a little bit of a 
little bit of, of, I guess you would say, appreciation for them as a fan. But as far as my writing goes, I would never discriminate based on that. Um, you got to look at what's going right. But like you said, Toyotas and Fords, man, they've, they've been dominated at Auto Club. Yeah, the last two wins were Truex and Bush. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll say this about Chevy this year. It seems like this new package has done them some favors. You just got to get some drivers that can close, man. We, we got to get some closers out there. I'm hoping it's Austin Dillon. Yeah, yeah, dude. He had a pretty good running uh, this past week. Him and Bubba Wallace both. I know we discussed that a little bit earlier. Right, Bubba, oh, man. Sure. That'd be cool. That'd be cool yeah. to see him get up there. It would be. Man. He has that Coke Energy car now, dude. I've been hooked on that Coke Energy. I hadn't even drank a Red Bull in like a week. <laughs> oh, really? I haven't tried it. Dude, yes. So I, I, I clowned on it before I ever tried yeah, it. Yeah, it like, sounds Coke Energy. Like, sounds like a bunch of sugar and all this. I tried one and I was like, I, I immediately regret everything I said. Like, this shit is delicious. Interesting. I mean, they used to own Monster, so I guess they yeah, have their roots. Yeah, they're getting away from it now. They're like, Monster decided to be a secondary sponsor, so it's like, we're going to make our own energy drink. Fuck it. <laughs> so you're not, a, you're not a rowdy energy guy? I have not tried them yet, but I probably won't be. I don't like monsters either. I tried a monster for the first time, and, like, I automatically, like, felt my body, like, my DNA was shifting to becoming a cot. And I had to, like, <laughs> immediately withdraw. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I went and bought a skateboard, bro. So, yeah. You started wearing your monster hat, like, a little crooked. Right, yeah. I had my puka shells. Uh, <laughs> I bought a skateboard. Like, and the skateboard still stuck around. So I still got my skateboard, but everything else went away. So no more monsters in my life. All right. All right, man. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, man. This has been great. Dude, hell yeah, man. I appreciate it. Uh, always glad to, uh, always glad to consult NASCAR with somebody. It's a, uh, it's a little bit rare, but hopefully that's going to be changing here in the next few years to, uh, to be able to just sit down and have a good conversation like this. Yeah. And if you ever need, um, anybody in your podcast, that's absolutely not an expert at all. Um, I'm more than happy to come on. Hell yeah, man. We're definitely gonna have to have your rattlesnake, dude. It's uh, it's been a pleasure and I'll, uh, I know we got a lot, we got a lot, a lot of guests lined up, but I know that we could probably try to squeeze you in one of these. Places. Oh yeah. You can try to squeeze me in. All right. Yes. Big time, man. Big time. Dude, we had a great, we had a great conversation. You're, you're, you, yeah. Man. You're too big time, dude. Oh yeah. Um, no. So, so I got to get my calendar out. Let me, uh, let me check. Let me check my, let me call what? my secretary. Uh, yeah. I'll call your people. Yeah, well, have, that's my favorite thing to say. I'll have my people get with your people, then your people can get with my people, and then I'll get with my people, and then you get with your people, and then our people will get together, and then we'll do it. And <laughs> have your people let me know uh, what shirt you want, and we'll get one sent out to you. Oh, shit. All right, I, I can definitely do that. But, uh, but yeah, for all the uh, all the chair-gating people out there, y'all can uh, shoot me a follow at uh, Garage Guy Chase, and uh, we're with the uh, Garage Guys Sports Podcast. But, Rattlesnake, you're the man. You would definitely be coming on the show. We're definitely going to talk about some NASCAR. I appreciate the shit out of this. All right, man. We had a great time. Hells yeah. Peace. It was straight shot. All it took was luck to not get caught. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.